So, uh, Pauline, uh, we're going to start with you because you nominated your daughter, Natasha, to be on our Free Plug Friday session. Now, before we get to her and her marvelous business, uh, tell us a little bit about you. Well, I'm 60. I turned 60 last year and uh, got married very young. Okay. You know, being a Punjabi, you know, marrying a different race was a real challenge. Right. right. You know, okay. Those days, yeah, 20 years old and in love with an Indian Tamil Tamilian. So yes, my right. father was dead against it. Even picked the parang to almost. Wow. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Is that an yeah. issue? I, didn't, I never knew that. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, it is. It is. It was at those days. Nowadays, it's no, no longer like that. Mm. But, uh, but that time was very, very difficult. And uh, being underaged, 20, I was very, very stubborn. So I told my father that, you know, actually I got en- uh, almost got engaged to another Punjabi guy while I was in love with my husband. Right. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I couldn't take it. So I wrote a letter to the guy and told him I can't marry him. Wow. And, wow, uh, nice. I love the fact that you wrote a letter though. That's, that's, that was very... Wait, um, was that guy um, someone that your dad chose or what? My father's old friend's son. Right. You know, they wanted to keep the relationship. You know, like Punjabis, how they are. The old people. I think. I think in general, <laughs> it is our custom. Any actually, any shade form of Indian uh, family when it comes to arranged marriages. There's and arranged marriages in general. Like you think about the queens and kings, it was always arranged. Uh, for benefits of the parents Correct, or the exactly. land yes. or or whatever it was yeah. never you know it's so i don't think it's just a punjabi thing you know the yeah. Brit- the british did it the english did it you know the french did it yeah. everyone at one point it was the way to go but you married your the man that you loved eventually yes after much uh, struggles yes right. i did okay. my father actually had to come to the registry office to get me registered because uh-huh. I was underage, you know. So uh, underage. So at that point, what's the age? Um, twenty-one. The, oh, you had to be t- ah, twenty-one. Okay. Twenty-one. Right. So you know they were very angry, and you know I was getting cursed all the way to the registry office. Oh no! So it was heartbreaking. Yeah. But it how brave, though. I mean, you had to deal with that on the way there, and and around, you know, right even on the day. I mean, how brave were you as a woman in that time to sort of stick up for making, for your own choices? So hats off to you. I would have caved, I think, if my dad was really? so mad. I think if dad was so mad, I would have just felt, because you know we're brought up to be wanting to be good girls and, and just loving your parents. And it was respect also to the elders, deferring yeah. to the elders. And I think that if dad was so angry and anti-something, it would have filled me with a lot of yeah. angst. Polly, so... Yeah, it was tough. Actually. What year was this when you got married? Sorry? What, what year, year was it? Uh, 19... Uh, wait. 1990. Is it? No, 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 no. How old was I that time? I think it's much before 1990. That means uh, 1980. Sorry, 1980. Wow. Okay. So, so was it worth it? All that 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 stress and strife choosing the boy. Oh well, I thought marriage was a bed of roses, you know. (laughs) So you know, I expected. uh, I didn't expect the cultural shock that I was going to get. Right. You know, so got married, got registered. My, the day I got registered, my father asked me to leave the house. Oh, God. So I had to go and stay with some friends because uh, my mother-in-law is very particular. Uh-huh. She didn't want us to be uh, staying together until we got legally. I mean, the registration was just the en- uh, entry form, right? You have to enter. Right. Then they give you another date to come and get registered. Right. 
So after that registration engagement, then I went and stayed with my in-laws. Mm-hmm. My, I had to sleep with my mother-in-law because she wouldn't let me sleep with my husband. Oh my so. goodness! <laughs> what a nightmare! Oh yes, it was so difficult. The three months. Gosh, <laughs> not a joke actually. Yeah. And then my mother-in-law is so possessive of her son that uh, she practically destroyed our marriage. Yeah. Oh dear. He became very abusive because of her. You know the anger that he had. He would lash out on me, and I was pregnant. My son, I even got beating during that time. Oh, that's so, so hard. So it has been a very, very long yeah. road. Yeah, it's been a terrible road. Yeah. But and, uh, but you're you're in a completely different place now, and I just want to say that maybe being you know naivety has its function. I think sometimes to allow us to go plunge headlong into something. Sometimes it works, and in your case didn't but you seem to be in a in a very different place right now uh, i think uh, after going through so much mm-hmm. i think i became a very strong person you know, i think I you were already a strong person to have gone through it i think it's just you recognize <laughs> it after you come out no honestly don't please don't put yourself down <laughs> no i've had some dark faces in my life too you know yeah. especially when i lost him after 11 years of marriage I lost him he had a heart attack Oh no and he passed away and my kids were one was 11 and one was 8 uh, my daughter so I went into very deep depression I didn't even know who I was anymore I of became course. a woman yeah. that I wouldn't even recognize now Yeah you know because of bad influence you know, I started drinking and uh, I neglected my kids but I thank God that uh, in spite of that Uh, they grew up to be good people they one my eldest one is an engineer and mm-hmm. the second one she's an accountant right. but it's all due to their efforts not mine i will never take credit for that um i, I don't you know as a mom myself i think that whatever your struggles you did you were doing the best that you can at that time but i think that to have children with fortitude and who are making something of themselves you cannot discount the influence that has come from the parents because mm-hmm. the formative years are all the way from you know zero until they're about 14 and whatever it is they they found in you in 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 how you raised them and what they could see that has actually allowed them to get spread the wings to be so successful so i will not have you say you had nothing to do with it whilst you're talking to me because i know for a fact that that's not true so let me move on to something here you've okay. you've been a single mom pretty much raising three kids yeah um and you're in your 60s right now are you still working i mean who is this woman that you've discovered is really the you that is the true you when uh, my youngest was born Uh, when she was about because i didn't have a job at that time mm-hmm. so you know it was very very difficult financially we were really very very bad yeah. and having a second husband in my life he's my second husband the third one okay the for the third one the second husband right. so he was not a responsible man so he put me into a lot of debts oh, and uh, was very difficult and uh, by chance i had a offer to open uh, run a cafe for the bar room Oh, in the, in the lower court yes, in okay. Ipoh. Yeah. So I started in 2001 when my youngest was three years old. Yeah. So uh, I think I became very strong because I met a lot of lawyers. Yeah. And uh, and I was given a lot of legal advice, and they helped me a lot financially, 
morally i got a lot of support from them compared to getting any support from my family members right who don't even care whether i lived or died see so we can't choose our family I, we cannot choose our family well some say you you do before you're born if you yeah. follow that route but <laughs> we can't choose our family but you've obviously found yourself a tribe of people who've who've been there when you've needed to rebuild which is yeah, fantastic yeah even to today i still run the bar room but due to the mco right. i have not been able to open it until it's on the february 4th yeah okay so it's been a it's uh it's been fun working with them you know yes. preparing their breakfast and you know talking and we were like a family there already but you are so, you are a working mom i mean having three kids and a, a three year old when you when you started up this business i mean how did you how did you juggle it how did you handle it was your three year old uh, i believe your three year old is anatasha right yes okay so was your three year old at uh, kindy uh, at that time yeah yeah or? i made sure that i got for her all the morning classes so yeah. that it was easy for me you see kindergarten was easy morning yeah. so when i finished my work half day only at about 12 i can pick her up and go back right. so i didn't have to worry about that you see yeah. then uh, when she went to standard 1 also i luckily she got morning school morning session right so all throughout i was lucky all the while because she'll finish half day and even if it's like she got school holidays she'll follow me to work And oh, she'll sleep on the couch there. <laughs> oh, brilliant! So everybody came to know her from from the age of three. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. So, Free legal yeah. advice for for Anastasia, <laughs> Anastasia when she needs it. <laughs> that's so brilliant. Okay, so you've got these three amazing children um, because mm. you're an amazing mum yourself, and one day, hopefully, very soon, you'll realize that. Um, just pushing that down your way. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You've you've obviously raised kids who. want to do something for themselves carve carve a space in this world and your youngest anastasia anastasia is um is a baker yes she right. is and and you've sort of decided i mean you took it upon yourself to to get in touch with us and say hey you know your free plug friday how about my daughter she would never do this herself so i'm doing it for her so i love the fact that you're giving your daughter all the support that you never had as a daughter i love that um so tell us why she's she's worthy tell us about your daughter and this diva cakes business and why it's so important well uh as i said she uh, from the age of uh, 14 she started seeing me baking cakes but i was not doing it like a business just in the house so she started having interest and uh, as time went by she when she was 15 in school she would tell her friends she's baking some will order you know so it started from there right so as uh, when she finished her form 5 uh i think she only attended one class icing class with me you know but after that she did start uh, studies in uh, what did you take up tassel <laughs> but uh, she couldn't cope so she couldn't get through her diploma for that then and then she had an accident you know she hurt herself oh, no. quite badly what so was it, it was head injury oh yeah it, uh, she went out with some friends and they went and hit i think a barrier or something oh, and the glass cut her she had stitches on her head oh, so dear. she was quite traumatized for a while i'm sure you were as well yeah i was scared to death you know sure. 
the fear of losing your child is unbearable. Yes. So then uh, after that, I told her, I said, what are you interested in? Mm. I said, you, you decide. Then she said she wanted to do culinary arts. Mm-hmm. Right. So she went back to the same uh, university, Quest University, to mm-hmm. start her culinary journey. So she finished. Actually, she finished last year, March, and right. was going to do her internship in April okay. when MCO came. I see. Oh, so basically no it scuppered all of her plans. Yeah, because all the hotels, right. the yeah. five-star hotels and all that, yeah. all were affected. Everything was like closing down, so she had to wait. Right. And she's still waiting until today. Right. The moment she gets her internship, right. MCO comes in, CMCO comes in. So, so it's is, like the, is, her, is her internship... Uh, does it is it part of the actual course so she can't get the certificate until she's yeah, yeah, gotten yeah. it correct right so finish four months gosh yeah so she kind of she, officially technically she's not graduated yet no not yet because of this uh, mco oh so she keeps getting disappointed yeah she got the offer she was going to start right. and all of a sudden <laughs> these things happen so she's still waiting you know well the, the you know business and industries will come back they will resume it just and you know what a piece of paper really if she's doing it and she's got this business that she started up that we're going to be talking with to her about today you know a piece of paper really it can wait and it doesn't really matter because it's not like she can use it to go any further yeah do you know what i mean because yeah, nothing's yeah. open nothing's happening so mm-hmm. you know it's so but she's doing quite well in a business she gets good cake orders all word by mouth because there's a lot of competition now since the MCO, everybody has started doing baking, doing cooking. Of course, so but that doesn't. That means also there's a lot more people who are ordering stuff, and who doesn't like a slab of cake? I know I love a slab of cake. Don't you? <laughs> cake is everywhere. Yeah. You cannot leave. I'm not kidding. You cannot leave cake anywhere near this office <laughs> because if he sees it, he'll be like, "No, no, I don't want. I don't want." And then the next minute, you know, the cake box is empty, and it's like. JD, did you have cake? Oh, I just maybe there was only one piece left. Does she make cheesecake? Yes, she does. Never Hubbies. mind. The That's next so time Hubbies. when the doors are, when we can travel, I will make one cake and I, bring no, for you. No, I'm yours. coming to Ipoh. <laughs> he's he's going to get in the car. How long I'm will it take? Oh no, you can't. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> Not in the moment. But how how tough was it for her to actually start? I mean, this business because the business started mainly because of the MCO, is it? No, no, no. She started earlier. Even while she was studying, right. she used to get cake orders. So On once the MCO side, started, like, like sort of yeah. friends ordering. Okay. Yes. Right. And uh, once the MCO started, she used to post in the Facebook. And then I also help her. Then I ask my lawyers. You know, I also send them. Then we have like uh, promotions for the cakes. So it's been going on like this. For did the you past sell them in the bar? Did you, did you know your cafe bar? Did you sell her cakes in there? Yes, yes, I did. I even had a cake sale, which uh, from there I took the money and bought a laptop for her. Oh, you know, wow. we generated yeah. enough. Nice. Yeah, and my lawyers are very, very supportive. It's lawyer yeah. approved, man. It's lawyer approved. Okay, in that case, <laughs> we'll we'll get on starting to talk talk to her about this. Yes, yes, sure, sure. Pauline, it was a pleasure speaking to you. Yes, it was a pleasure speaking, pleasure to, you. speaking to you. I want too. you to stop any talk right now about about you not rubbing off on your children. Yes. Yes, yeah. you're an amazing mother. Yes, you are. Thank you so mom. much. Thank right. you. Sasrika, Pauline. Sasrika, have a nice day. You stay too. Safe. You too. Bye. Bye. Okay, let's talk to uh, same let's use the same phone. So can can um 
Can you swap it? So, Tasha, tell us how Diva Cake started and why did you start it up in this iteration? Because before this, you were kind of selling stuff on the side and at Mum's Bar Cafe, there was a few pieces of your cake and she was selling that. So, how did Diva Cakes come about? So, uh, my interest started when I was like about 13, 14. I saw my mom baking cakes and I was like, oh, okay, pretty interesting. So, I started, I started learning. It wasn't easy because I used to burn the cakes and then, you know, Everybody does, yeah. (laughs) This, that. So a lot of things I learned like a lot from baking and all. So from the baking, I'm more to the artistic side because I love arts, you know. I I love drawing, I love colouring. So, you know, from decorating the cakes, you know, after seeing people do it, I got the interest. I started having the interest. So I told my mom, I said, you know, I really want to learn. I I really want to learn how to decorate. And also... You know, we were having financial issues, so we couldn't go for very expensive classes, you know, like where they teach everything. Mm-hmm. So we went to basic classes. Uh, I was in Ipo, and they taught the most basic um, decoration skills. That means the very basic. So that was the only class I went, me and my mom. Lah. Right. So That's actually quite uh, nice that you and mom went and did a class together. With like, you, yeah. I'd, I'd love to do that. Go and do, Mom, if you're listening, let's go and do something together. Sorry, carry on. And, and incidentally, tell whoever's around you the house, don't do any housework. Don't don't make any noises because we can pick up what's happening in the other rooms. My, my dad is sleeping, so he's not going to come out from the okay, room. Okay, I don't right. Wait, I don't think your dad's the one making noise. So tell your mom to stop making noise and whoever else is walking around okay, making yeah. noise. <laughs> Should I stop or? Right now? Okay, yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, it started from there. So, you know, I learned the basic, you know, I started uh, practicing on cakes. And uh, of course, it didn't look nice at the start. It was, you know, a bit of error here and, you know, mistake there. I mean, I learned through that. My mom just went for that one class and then she was not interested in decorating. I was the one more into it. So as years went by, I think I started going for the class. I think I went for the class when I was about 14 or 15. I can't really remember. Mm-hmm. From then, I was like, okay, I think I can actually push this to a business, you know, like start up a business, a cake business, you know, they'll give me some pocket money or something. Mm. So I started baking and I started taking orders and, you know, it was going good. But of course, along the way, you know, there was customer dissatisfaction, you know, customers were not happy. And then, you know, something will go wrong when, you know, the time is so short that sometimes something will go wrong with the cake. And I'll be like panicking, you know, a lot of things I went through. Like, it was not easy. At all. It was really not easy. So back, uh, I started my Diva Cakes back in 2015. I started then. Mm-hmm. So it started from small, you know, I started learning from YouTube, from books, from people. Some of my friends are bakers. So I learned from them. And I just started practicing on my own. I, you know, started using fondant, started using different types of icing, different types of uh, cakes that are currently trending, you know, the decorations. Mm-hmm. So it was, it is a very um, nice and exciting journey, but of course it's also difficult, you know, because right now, I mean, before the MCO, not everyone knew how to bake. You know, there were, all, especially in Ipo. Ipo was, you know, like very limited bakers, you know, like not everyone was baking. So right. it was still okay. The competition was still okay. And when MCO came in, the first three months, I really did good business, you know, because mm-hmm. I thought with, you know, I'm not sure whether you guys know, they have it in a loaf. They sell like for 10 bucks or 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like a loaf cake, yeah. yeah. You know, because I, I am, uh, my signature cake is red velvet. So oh, I was, because okay. that's the cake that I started 
selling, you know, the red velvet was the cake that I started selling. So it has always been a signature cake for me. So I started selling that and my sister, she's working in the hospital. Her colleagues were helping and then friends were helping. So I used to get orders up to like 40 loaves per day. Oh wow. my goodness. So and I was, you know, we was in a small kitchen. So you can imagine the workload and it was really stressful. But, you know, and then in between my dad had a heart attack and then my mom had dengue and chikukunya during the MCO. So I oh was... goodness. Very, very stuck because my dad was the one helping me to deliver. And then when he got the heart attack, he also couldn't go out because, you know, don't want to put too much of strain on him. Mm -hmm. Then my mom, she was uh, confirmed with uh, dengue and chikukunya, both. I was, oh <sighs> my God. Mother's Day was in between the MCO period. So I had only 30 plus cakes to do, you know, because I was still learning, you know, you know, as I said, when, as... As we go, we learn from our mistakes. So my mistake was taking in too many orders. So I learned from that. So, you know, it was a very difficult journey, but I learned a lot. I learned a lot. But that's a good problem to have. You know, like, yes, I can't handle too many orders. Too many orders is a great thing to have, you know. Yeah, it's a good problem. And I think that the, the steep learning curve is in these times where change has to happen so fast, you having such a steep learning curve on how to manage your orders and how not to burn the cakes or whatever um, has been beneficial to you, right? Yeah, it has been very beneficial because when it comes to decorating, I'm the only one who knows how to decorate. You know, my mom maybe knows the basic the most basic so you know when it comes to other decorating like some customized cakes because i have to handle that so you know the pressure is on the pressure is really on you know doing the cakes and then you know making sure the cake looks like i mean like it is how the customer wants it it's not easy it's not easy to please customers these days because you know they expect you know like sometimes the expectations you know is the one that keeps us very you know pressurized because of the oh, so all of those things, like it, it has really taught me a lot, like, especially this one year, you know, waiting for my internship has been very depressing for me because the first time when I did my foundation, it never went well because I met with an accident and because of my accident, I had my semesters being dragged on. So mm -hmm. I told my mom, I said, rather than wasting money, you know, I might as well, I stop because, you know, when you extend semester, you have to pay additional, you know. And I don't come from a very rich family, you know, to burden my parents. So I told my dad, I told my parents, I said, you know what, it's okay. I'll stop for now. I'll stop for now because there is no point. I don't see any future also. Mm. But I waited for a year. I waited for a year. And then one of my friends told me that, that there will be a culinary course in Quest, Quest International University. So I started that. I started and I ensured that this time I was not going to fail. I was not going to you know, destroy my education life. You no, know, I ensured I did well. I'm, I'm a very proud um, person like when it comes to this, you know, that I managed to do it well, you know, make my parents proud. But the thing that keeps on coming and attacking me is that I have not finished my internship. You know, it's been a year. It's going to be a year. You know, it has been dragged. And whenever I'm going to start, MCO comes in, you know, PKP comes in, and all those kind of things come in. So the first industry to get affected is the hotel industry mm. because there's no you know there's no customers so what are they going to do so they will limit down their staff they limit down everything so i'm also like you know waiting and then at one point my lecturers were bugging me you know why are you not joining and i'm like telling them i said i've already applied i can't do anything if they can't if they don't get back to me so you know 
it was quite depressing for me because I went through a lot of breakdowns in between, you know, thinking about some of my business. So I, I went through a difficult time also like, throughout this one year. But I'm glad also that I was, you know, doing my business, you know, even though the one year I did not start my internship, I was so glad that I actually continued doing my business because I learned a lot of new designs, new way of doing cakes, new flavors, you know, what are the trends coming up right now. Yeah. Oh, I think this is something that you you don't learn at school or, exactly. or a college course is how to keep relevant, you know. So, you know, as we were saying to your mom earlier, it's it's a piece of paper. And to be honest with you, no one's going to buy a cake and say, oh, excuse me, before I buy a cake from you, can What's I check your credentials? Yeah, yeah, did yeah. you go to culinary school? Yeah. You know, um, so I think that you've got this wonderful uh, business going on and and. These beautifully colorful cakes, like crazy cakes. Yeah. So, what is your daily schedule like? So, um, my daily schedule isn't that busy. I mean, I do get my cake orders, but it because you know there's so much of competition. Everyone is doing cakes, so my customers have dropped a little. You know, but last week was good because last week the whole week, all seven days, I had one one order per day. Nice. So I would, I it was you know it was keeping me busy, but of course there are days where I don't get orders at all. You know it's quite difficult to get people to buy from you. You know, it's I, I don't say it's easy. It's quite difficult because I do a lot of promos. I single handedly you know post promos and post here post there because no one else helps me in the social media. So I have to you know post here post there. So it's kind of difficult in that part, lah, to get people to, you know, like, okay, I want to try your cakes. I think that's where you know it's it's all part of also changing up what to to what's relevant because if there's you know someone doing something that's sort of on point right now, like sort of the durian meringue puff cake, whatever that is, is the, the thing of at the moment. The Biscoff cheesecake, Biscoff became so famous. Yes, everybody is doing, and also. That's why I'm trying to keep up on trends. You know what is currently trending. You know when it comes to cake designs, when it comes to cake flavors. So I'm trying to keep up to that. You know. So yeah, it, it's it's a so, bit. So tell us what are your tell us what are your signature flavors that basically you have right now. So that if I wanted to choose a cake from you, like what what could I get? What flavors are we talking about? I would recommend you the red velvet. That is my first recommendation: the red velvet. Okay, I have a question about red velvet. See, JD was talking about red velvet last week, and I was saying I don't understand red velvet because it has no real flavor. And he, you know, it's chocolate. And he's like, it's chocolate, and I'm like, it, I don't taste the chocolate, and I don't get it. Okay, actually, for red velvet, the original recipe it comes from beetroot. Yeah, yum, yummy. So, if you ask me, red velvet has a It doesn't follow any taste. It doesn't taste like chocolate. It doesn't taste like this. It has its own unique taste to it. So because when you combine the cream cheese to it, it gives you a totally different taste. Not every cake has that kind of taste, you know. But of course, I don't use beetroot. Like I don't know how it is, but it has its own unique taste. I would say it doesn't follow like oh, if this is chocolate, this is durian, or this is mango. No, it has its own unique taste. Wait, maybe, so maybe I mean, just... the red velvets I've been eating, the chocolatey uh-huh. ones, those are the wrong ones. 
with uh, nutella and um, of course the butter cake the butter cake uh, we have fruit cake um we have also pandan cake pandan cake with uh, gula melaka cream cheese frosting Ooh. that is one. and uh, i think these are the few the five i would say are the best five lah i are, would say are there some cakes that take longer to make compared yes. to others cakes that will take uh i wouldn't say longer to bake but the process of making the cake is longer right the pre it's almost the same with others so you put in for 180 degrees celsius you bake it for 20 to 30 minutes that's a basic uh, timeline but when you want to make a cake making the batter sometimes it takes a longer process sometimes you know you have to there's a lot of ingredients where you have to be very accurate you must make sure you know it's mixed properly because you know as they say some cakes have pantang larang Okay. something like what so does that mean uh you got to explain but that, there are do's and don'ts right yeah, okay and don't so um you have to ensure that the ingredients are correct the measurements are correct so it will take a longer process to make the cake but okay. to bake when you do that though which like which one is the toughest to make um i would say the fruit cake okay so let's just say you have a lot of fruit cake orders especially during christmas cuz people mm. like fruit cakes during christmas right yeah. how how does it work so let's say you have a lot of fruit cake orders do you start at like 6 a.m. and then not sleep until the next day to make all these fruit cakes how does it work so um for fruit cake one of the advantages you can always make it earlier you know why because um usually we infuse it with rum or brandy you know of any kind of alcohol we infuse it in so the if you bake it like a month before okay a month before so what we do is we keep every day we top up like maybe 2 tablespoons of uh, brandy or rum so as we season it more the taste will be even more nicer so we can make it earlier fruit cakes one thing you can make early you can keep in the fridge right that's a good thing so if let's say i were to have 20 orders for christmas i will start probably um 4 to 5 days before i won't start like uh, you know one two days before because i know i can't finish it, finish it within the two days so i start it earlier So if I start then I infuse the cake and you know when I give it to the customer it tastes nice. I ask only because I'm trying to figure out uh, yeah. whether there are times when you haven't slept uh, overnight yeah. because you had there was Time. so much work to do. It was during Mother's Day where I started in the morning about 9:00 I finished at uh, 12:01 and then I wake up again at 4:05 and then I start doing back again. I had a very very serious breakdown like a very bad breakdown after that incident you know because i was too tired you know yes in orders at that night i started crying because i was in pain already you know i was really tiring yeah thank you kick the pressure exhaustion no sleep yeah it's about enough to make it those who have were doing uh, business like baking especially if they have a lot of orders you can forget about sleep lah you can forget about you can forget about your lazing time You have to fully consider it because if you go out of your 
time won't be able to finish it and you know that's where problems will come in you know customers so you become- need to figure out your scheduling mm. that's part of the business that you need to deal with also right and you need to schedule what works what doesn't and then sometimes when you get an order do you ever say i don't think i can do your cake do you ever say that if i have to be honest if i can't do the cake i will tell them i'm very sorry but you know i won't be able to take in this order or i won't be able to do this design I don't want to take in something and then you know when I know I cannot do it and when I give it to them they are not happy. So instead of you know going through that I'll just tell them you know like I'm very sorry I can't do this cake or I can't follow this design do you have anything else or can I share some of my design. So I I interact with my customers in that way yeah. so that I know what do they want and what I can do also so we come to a conclusion. So that's how I with my customers lah if let's say I have to tell them. Mm. What's your favorite flavor of cake that you could eat every day To be honest I don't even eat my cakes <laughs> I am not a I'm I'm not a cake fan I don't buy on a daily basis and crave for cakes no I don't even eat the cakes that I make I I rasa muak That means I don't even like eating it you know like Jelak already For so many years it's going to be like 8 years I've been baking the same thing over and over again so I cannot I can't eat that of course my parents my friends they all love it but when they ask me to eat I'll be like oh no it's okay I think you guys can go ahead I suppose it's like accountants don't let me look at numbers when I'm at home <laughs> yeah. I don't look at numbers anymore <laughs> True exactly. true Okay so what are your plans um for the business moving forward I mean there's nothing you can do you got to just wait for that internship to come and maybe you'll even decide meh I don't even need it for now yeah. right um I'm going to focus on diva cakes like what are your plans are you going to bring in new flavors are you testing new flavors at the moment are you going to do a different shaped cake i mean a t- t- biscuits or start cookies. a shop yeah okay uh my plan is uh actually i'm just waiting for my internship to end so that i can actually concentrate fully on my business because i have a lot of plans i have plans you know opening uh maybe a bakery supply shop you know because in kk road there is no bakery supply shop so you know i was telling my mom maybe you know in future maybe one two years down the road i thought of opening a shop or maybe of opening a cake bar i was i was having that thought of mine la where it's, we sell cakes and we also sell alcohol you know some combination like that something different you know that no one else has thought so a lot of these things i have been thinking and you know i have a lot of plans so the only thing that's currently like you know slowing down my movement is my internship because i'm still stuck with that you know i'm still stuck there i i need to complete it because once i'm done with it i'm free I'll be able to do what I need to do for my business. So basically this free block Friday is two pronged. Number one, if you're a hotel and you want to hire someone for an internship, get in touch with Anastasia. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's number one, let her get done the internship done. Because she's got lots of plans and she just needs to finish that. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to get my certificate, you know, and I at least I will feel like okay, I've accomplished my diploma, you know, I don't have to drag it. You know, it's mm-hmm. quite frustrating, you know. Drag for one year. You know, I have friends who have already finished. So I'm a bit like I know Tasha, but you know what? There's so many people out there who are like you know in the middle of not being able to complete stuff. Also, I think that you know it might help you to just think I'm not the only one who hasn't been able to finish this. Doesn't make it any less hard. stressful Sorry. or hard, but it's like 
I can get ahead. And, and sometimes people think I have to do one thing before I can do another. Actually, that's not true. You can do like, look at JD. He has like spate, plates spinning on doing all sorts of things all at the same time. It's about management, right? So actually, your certificate and your internship, it's not technically holding you back. It's just you think you have to do that before anything else. So that was just that would just be my one word of yeah. auntie advice. And, and really, you know what? Internship, you get a little bit of uh, allowances, right? You're making more money doing this than an internship, you know? Points. Right now, for hotels, those internship students, they are not... Most, I would say, about 90% of the hotels are not providing allowance. Which is why Diva Cakes is so important. So, tell us... In terms of taking your business moving forward, with what you have right now, okay, what are some of the best sellers on your menu? What new things um, would you like to start baking or testing? And why should we order cakes from Diva Cakes? Yes. Okay, so of course, the most, I mean, the best sellers are the brownies, the red velvet, um, the butter cake. Uh, I would say these three throughout this one year, yeah, this tree has been, you know, best selling. And uh, I would want to try making the Biscoff cake. I would want to try making the Nutella cake. Um, there's also this Gulab Jamun cake that I would really want to try. Yes, please. <laughs> Gulab Jamun is like this really, really sweet dessert in Indian uh, restaurants. Yes. Right. I also like to try fusion cakes, you know, like uh, like what I was saying, the Gulab Jamun cake, it's with full of spices and, you know, like how you drink cha. Yeah, chai, chai cake would be nice. <laughs> Uh, in the cake so when you have a bite of it it tastes like cha mm. you know and then you have jamun. so I would like to try this kind of um, cakes because not everyone knows how to do it and not everyone is doing it yes or they yes you were saying I just could say or they use like the face premix spice packet if you know how to make cha proper cha <laughs> with the milk and everything like that I think that would be delicious and if you need a tester um, uh, I'll send you my office details <laughs> QC is right here <laughs> and give it to you (laughs) so you know these are the things that I would want to try of course there's a lot I can't think of it I've come across and I was like wow I got to try this you know Mm -hmm. so uh, and of course why buy from me because first thing it's homemade I'm not you know it's not a shop second thing is um, I am confident with my cakes you know like I know my cakes taste good you know I want people to try to give it a chance you know I want people to give me a chance you know all you got to do, all got uh, people got to do is try it. Mm. You know, there's no harm in trying. If it's a $10 cake, why not? Just try. You never know. Maybe you might like it. You might not like it. From there, you know, this, yeah, sorry? How cheap, do you, uh, what are, what's the price range for your cakes, actually, if you don't mind me asking? The range goes from uh, 10 ringgit to probably uh, 80 ringgit. Oh. 10 to, it depends, la. it depends. Because like the 10 ringgit is just the loaf. Mm. So I'm going to start from there. So that's the cheapest. Anyone can buy it actually. It's 10 ringgit. Okay, if you were to say a whole cake, yeah, people will like, actually will be like, okay, should I get it or not? But you know, I sell it in smaller quantities for people to, cons- you know, like one, two people to eat. So, so your most- fancy designed cakes, the, the fancy colored ones that are just like completely just crazy colors, like how much would something like that cost? Um, If we were talking about a customized cake, it can go up to about... Um, let's say if it's just a single cake, like, it can go up to about 100 something. 100 something. Because it takes a lot of time and a lot of patience of to do the cake. People, I mean, some customers do not understand, you know. 
you know, people will be like, why is it so expensive? Can't you give it a cheaper? But people need to understand that the time that we put in for the cake, you know, the effort that we put in for the cake, that's why we charge you like that. Actually, you know, Kalites here. We'll say, actually, that's quite reasonable, you know. Hand over. Yeah, exactly. And to be honest with you, just stick to your guns because, you know, it is the time, it is yeah. the effort, it is a home-baked cake, it's a small artisanal uh, bakery that yeah. you have. And so, therefore, yeah. I want to order, man. Yeah, so do I. It's a shame that there's no, like, express yeah. delivery how, from Ipo. How, how do we order from you? Really, we have delivery, but of course, I wouldn't suggest cakes. Maybe brownies would be a bit more... Uh, better la, travel friendly it, yes correct <laughs> if I give you a red velvet by the time you receive it uh, it it won't it won't look like a cake already <laughs> look like you may gone, gone, velvet gone, 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 velvet, yeah. gone velvet yeah okay so how do people order cakes from you what's the process okay so I have uh, I of course I have my social media I have my Instagram which is uh, Diva Cakes and also I have on Facebook Facebook isn't so um active but i do have a page there um that page is called trendy diva cakes actually my previous uh, business name was supposed to be trendy diva cakes that's what i started but uh i decided to shorten it so i just cut off the trendy and i put the diva cakes i like it because it, it works to pronounce and you know it's not too long so i was like okay i think diva cakes would be better so to order it's on it's via instagram or do we text you do we go online or what so people usually in my Instagram I have my number there and I also have a WhatsApp link so people can directly text me so they just have to click on the WhatsApp link and it gets connected to my WhatsApp gotcha so head on over to Diva Cakes then and WhatsApp you the orders alright JD do you want to explain yes I'll tell you what now though is your mom around call your mom here ask your mom to come back yeah okay just a moment Ama a moment Hi. Hi, welcome back. Now, uh, here's the thing. Because, Mom, you nominated your daughter for um, Free Pluck Friday, for Diva Cakes to be on Free Pluck Friday, what we do is we love to have a chat with you, but also something that Asha and I do for you for free is that we come up with a a radio ad for you as well that you can have, you can use it, you can put it on your Instagram page or whatever it is that you want to use. And this is what it's going to sound like. You ready? Yes. Okay. Diva. What? Diva. No, I said cake. Dear, I think he means diva cakes. Diva. Yes, cupcakes, loaf cakes, bright, big, sparkly themed cakes. Any cake you could think of, really. Diva. WhatsApp Diva Cakes at 016-569-1344. No calls, please. Diva. Enjoy life and eat cake. You've got to order from Diva. Oh my god, that is so, so nice. Thank you guys so, so much. You like it then? Yeah, it, it's perfect. It's Wow. Must be you and JD's voice. Yes. Yeah, we, we, JD actually, JD was the one who kind of came up with the idea and we quickly recorded it just for, it's for fun thing, yeah. but hopefully you can use yeah. it. Yeah. I, I apologize for my bad singing. Okay. But my, yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was I good. enjoyed it. <laughs> it was good. But you know what? Uh, we, I, we hope that everyone in Ipo will start ordering from you. And uh, if, if it's available, you said that the Browning, it's travel friendly. You can deliver to Kale as well. Kale lights anywhere. 
yes. order Diva Cakes because uh, it's 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 going to be amazing. And also, uh, if you're going to hire Anatasha for internship, do so as well. Yes, exactly. We've got an intern just waiting to intern here. <laughs> Anatasha, any last words you want to say to Malaysia? Um, I would say, you know, guys, please support small businesses. You know, we are trying to grow. We are trying to learn new things. And I don't think it, it's going to cost you much for supporting businesses like how I have right now. So I'm really hoping, you know, people will listen and people are willing to get it from me, especially Ipo people. You know, my kita target is... Kita. Kita yes. jaga kita, exactly. Yeah.